0: Hello, and welcome back to Speed and the Fast Talk Video Game Podcast. Where, yes, I am Jamie. There is no Jazzy this week. She's out of town taking care of a good friend of ours. Uh, but joining me today, once again, is the one and only G. G, from G to the next level. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. I'm pretty excited to talk about mini consoles. I mean,. Everyone's favorite piece of vaporware, the PC classic, came up in a combo between the two of us recently.
1: Of course, because we all know about that classic. PC classic, as it is. I'm a big fan of of mini consoles myself, so I'm actually very excited. Thanks for bringing me on today.
0: No, of course. I mean, you know, if we were going to have you on again, it was either going to be this or the Miko, and I think I chose the safer choice. You chose the better choice. Hands down. (laughs) Are you not excited to play Moon Patrol? Uh, I'm not as
1: excited as I think I could be considering I've never touched Moon Patrol in my life. But hey, you know what? That's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, as I go ahead and we just dive right into it, oh god, I saw this Hard Times article earlier which was YouTuber Breaks Leg diving right into it. Oh no! (laughs) But, as we start the timer, let's talk about mini consoles. Uh, Now, what's the difference between a mini console and a micro console? Because I know we also talked about this earlier. Well, right, because when we
1: were discussing that, we were saying that, uh, a micro-console is something that's more or less of a, a full-fledged kind of console, but something that's smaller. So something akin to, like, the Ouya or maybe even some of the other uh, smaller consoles. Are, or, like, a console on a stick or something like that of that endeavor. But something like a mini-console would be something considering, like, say, the the NES Classic, the Sega Genesis Flashback, the Super NES Classic. Even stuff like the new Amiga that's about to come out. Like, that sort of thing. Those were what I would consider to be uh, mini-consoles.
0: And not even to mention the mini arcades, like there's uh, the Neo Geo Mini, which was uh, the Astro City mm. Mini, which uh, I got off yeah. of bed. And I thought that was that was pretty awesome. and had Revenge of Death Adder on it. And hey, I even. I... Oh, go on. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I even had somebody awesome come up on the stream with me when
1: we played the Astro City Mini together, didn't I? <laughs> you did.
0: You did, didn't you?
1: Yeah. In fact, that certain person helped me get an American version of the Astro City Mini. Thank you, Jamie.
0: <laughs> of course. I, well, technically, it was a Canadian version, because that was before I moved to beautiful, sunny Ohio, she says, looking out the window at the grey dreariness. <laughs> Fun fact about Ohio, if you hear something from the woods, call your name at night. You mm.
1: the, <laughs> the, the irony is that you say it's grey up there, but it's like super sun shining down here in Houston for once, it's nice.
0: It was so funny because, like, when y'all were getting hit with storms a few weeks back, it was just really beautiful and sunny and we finally checked out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here. I like it here.
1: Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I would love to go there.
0: No, it's great. They have a thing where you can make custom band stickers. I made a Live, Laugh, Love one. Uh, But that's off topic. That's (laughs) shitty mini. And then the one mini console I want more than anything else, the new uh, Taito Eager 2 mini. Which, Mm -hmm. uh, instead of doing the Sega out and releasing a separate vertical mode, uh tape mode version. This one has a literal rotatable screen so that, you know, you can play both your your regular aspect ratio arcade games and your tape mode like shooters and such and the proper uh, aspect ratio and of course you can physically turn the screen which is cool. And along with being able to buy external controllers and joysticks, you can also buy like a spinner and a trackball.
1: You, you could easily break bank getting all the things for this,
0: but, uh, but yeah, I we'll, we'll definitely want to talk about that. So, to start off, what do you think is the best of the mini consoles? Oh, man. All right, so, big
1: shocker, is Sega Genesis Mini. <laughs> you know, this coming from G, right? Big shocker, right? Big shocker. But it's not, it's not just because like I love the Sega Genesis, because to me, it's like, what makes a mini console great is just how well it represents the console that it's paying homage to, the game lineup, how the controllers feel, and the e- emulation. I mean, there's a lot of things to really consider out of all of them. And to me, I feel that the Genesis Mini is kind of the total package, like really out of everything, because I found that like through most of the the mini consoles that are out there, either they have like a couple of games that are only like, eh, so-so or not so great. They might not come with like enough controllers where you gotta go buy a separate controller, if you can even buy the second controllers. And some of them might have some extra bonus features that others don't have and that sort of thing. But to me, it's like, I think the Genesis Mini is the total package because it's got an outstanding game lineup that literally anybody from the unfamiliar to the hardcore. Like it's basically got something for everybody. Comes with two controllers, although granted, yes, they are three buttons. You do have to buy the six button separate unless you get the Japanese or Asian version. But, and then the, the emulation is superb. M2 did the emulation on it and I think that it's outstanding and this coming from me somebody who has literally with the exception of the Tide to regret literally every micro con- mini every mini console that has come out i have or have at least touched i think the only ones that i don't physically have here in my house are the Neo Geo X, which is a long, long gone one, and the, uh, the like the old Sega Genesis flashbacks, which are like arguably the first real kind of, or the early, not maybe not the first, but like some of the earliest examples of a mini console until the NES Classic came around and really defined the term mini console. But I think personally, for me, it's the Sega Genesis Mini. Right behind that, probably the Super NES Classic. I would say, really, it's the next one on my end. I think it's the is probably the best
0: and. I I really grew with that uh for my pick and it's a shame because it's not one I own but I got to play around with it. Good pick, a good bit back when I was near good old Epic Games and more in Victoria, BC. Goodness, I missed that place. But uh, the the PC Engine Mini, or I guess the Graphics. Turbo
1: Graphics Mini. Mini. I,
0: prefer, I prefer the PC Engine, you know, design, which is by the same folks who made the the Genesis Mini, and it has a nice mix of CD and Hue Q-card games. Just want yes. to add in. So, on opposite of the spectrum, what do you think is the worst of the mini consoles? I mean, we already know my thoughts on the Neo Geo mini. Are are yours the same?
1: Actually, no, because going back to what we were saying before, if we're talking about just mini consoles as a whole, for me, it's the pretty much every iteration of the Genesis Flashback, with the exception of one, and I'll get to that. Because I say the best was the Genesis Mini, right? Mm -hmm. The worst is the Sega Genesis Flashback. Like, and I think it's because the emulation on it is terrible. Like, the colors are off, the music is off, the timing is off. If you try to use the controllers that come with it, they're wireless and they're line of sight, so they're pretty terrible as far as, like, and they feel cheap, too. And then not only that, they break super easily. Now, what was cool about those Genesis flashbacks is that they had games that were on the system, but they also had a cartridge slot, which was nice. So they had a cartridge slot so you could actually play Genesis games with the exception of Virtua Racing, Gargoyles, and I think a couple of others that are not compatible with it. But yeah, it's just, they were so cheap you could find them at like Walgreens and whatnot for super, super stupidly cheap, and I know so many people bought them just to quote unquote recapture childhood. And for the most part, for the casual person, it's probably fine, but as far as uh, for anybody who's at least somewhat familiar with how these games are supposed to play, it won't take you long to notice it. Now. Uh, there are two different versions of the Sega Genesis Flashback HD. The original one is terrible. That's the one that has the AtGames logo in the center. There's a second model that has the AtGames logo on the right. Like, it's actually etched on the bottom right of the console. It's not ugly stamped in the middle of it. That one is actually, from what I gather, that one is decent. I haven't gotten a chance to get my hands on with it because they 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 threw away the original emulation that AtGames put in there, and they put in RetroArch. They put in a version of RetroArch on it. And it still has the cartridge slot, and it still has everything. That one is supposedly better, but I don't know 100% for sure. But for me, out of all those, that's hands down the worst. But if we're not going to count those original ones, because I know some people don't count like,
0: it. Like, Act Games is such an easy target.
1: They kind of are. They've gotten better. I will, I will give them credit. Ever since they broke ties with Sega, they have gotten better. I will give them that. But as far as uh, their ones with Sega, no. That, that ain't it.
0: <laughs> uh, but as you're going to say, not counting them?
1: Oh, but if not counting them, I probably would say the Neo Geo X would probably be the one behind it. I know the Mini wasn't great either, but at least the, the Mini's uh, the minis emulation is only, like it wasn't bad, like it could tell some of the differences on it. My biggest problem with the Neo Geo Mini is how they swapped the buttons. That's one of my biggest problems that I had with it. But the Neo Geo X was just, it was a wonderful idea. It looked nice. The The console that actually, or the, or the dock, to actually dock it in, it looks like a real Neo Geo, and you could use Neo Geo X that were pretty close to the real thing. Uh, those were all great, but the unit and the emulation performance itself in it was terrible, terrible. So uh, that's probably my, my next pick.
0: And for those unfamiliar to Neo Geo X, I would be fair to say that form factor wise, imagine the Switch like, uh, i forgot, like five years or so before the Switch.
1: Like much. Like a
0: handheld that you put into a Neo Geo shaped dock.
1: It's a beautiful system, but it's just a shame that it just doesn't perform well. I mean, it was so bad that SNK pretty much, like, disavowed it, and then they stopped production on it. That's how bad it was. They were just like, oh, no, this doesn't represent us. <laughs> this console does not represent us. <laughs> and then they made the mini, which wasn't great. But then they made the uh, the ASP, the Arcade Stick Pro. Arguably not a mini console, but it kind of is. I guess that's, wait, would you consider that mini console, would you consider that more like plug-and-play?
0: I mean, is that one of a bunch of... Uh... A game games just built into a neo geo joystick yep yep it's a mod-
1: it's, it's a slightly modified joystick yes
0: you see, oh that gets complicated because it is official and by s and and i know they they love you know their their fancy joysticks and stuff
1: right but what's beautiful about that one is that once you um you play around with it you can do all kinds of cool things with that one so uh, and i first hand i can tell you once you do that oh it's it's freaking awesome you know and the emulation cool. on it is, is really good. Also, it outputs at 720p, unlike the Neo Geo Mini, which only does 40. So, really? yeah, it sure does. It looks good. plays great, too. sounds great. Like the emulation on it is, is great. That one is like, hey, it took you three times, SNK, but you got it right.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think in that same vein, we got to very quickly mention as we get into the last 30 seconds the, the Commodore 64 Mini, which, long of having 64 games built in, can't accept a keyboard. Uh, a USB keyboard, and ROMs off a USB stick straight out of the box. hmm It's neat. Only only got a chance to play with it for a little bit, but it was pretty neat. Uh, as we end off, would you like to just go into some honorable mentions we haven't talked about today?
1: Sure. Um, honorable mentions, I guess, for, for me, would absolutely be the TurboGrafx-16 Mini. That's probably my, my biggest honorable mention, because as you mentioned, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic console. I know it's tough to get one, but if you can, go ahead and grab one. Um, do you want to talk about the uh, thoughts about the Amiga real quick?
0: I don't have the A500 Mini, but it's by the same people who did the C64 Mini. And then this one's bit debatably not even a mini console. You know they made a third system as well, right? Right, right. The Commodore 64 uh. Maxi, which please don't laugh at the name. But, <laughs> but where, where it's a literal, it's a, the same system on a chip as the C64 Mini, but it's in a full-size Commodore 64-style case with a real keyboard and stuff on it.
1: Oh, see, that's cool. That's cool. Also, you said totally don't laugh at the name, and I laughed at the name. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but
0: the <laughs> but the I think that's
1: more. Yeah, a- 500. That's cool.
0: So the C64 Mini had 64 games. This one only has 24, 25 games on it out of the box. But it comes, because it's a, a mini version of a computer system, it comes with not only a controller done the style of the Amiga CD32 controller but it also comes with a mouse and both of those, if you use them on a PC, will be recognized. That's and, so cool. And then like- The, the mouse C64, specifically. <laughs> and then like the C64 menu, you can load, uh, I guess it's not ROMs, but you know, game image files straight off a USB stick. They knew. They know.
1: That's the thing about Retro Games UK. Like I, I think they know exactly what you're going to be doing with it. So they're, they're like unabashed with it. they like, hey, just go nuts. <laughs>
0: And they, were, they made one big change to this that I think was an issue of the C64 Mini is it has one more built in USB port than the Because my C64 Mini sub got insane. I bought a USB hub and then I had a keyboard in and I had the games and I had two joysticks.
1: Nice. But Very with this, nice. This you have
0: three, so you can either plug in two joysticks plus the USB stick or two joysticks plus a mouse or a joystick, the mouse and a USB stick. Nice. They, they aren't sponsoring this. But, you know, as we hit time, do you know who does help make this show possible? Who? Who? Who does? Podbean! If you'd like to get some podcast hosting of your own, go to podbean.com slash speedrun. Yeah, start a show. Please. I need more stuff to listen to. I should do that. I really you should. should. You should <laughs> I, I would listen to a show if you did one. You have a really good voice. Well, thank you. Thank you. So, gee, where can folks find you? Well, you
1: can find me on several different places. Uh, First of all, I'm on YouTube and I'm on Twitch. uh, YouTube.com slash G2TheNextLevel. You know, like, welcome to the next level, but with a G, like me. And uh, But yeah, I post uh, mainly about retro gaming stuff all over YouTube, whether it be Sega, Nintendo, PlayStation, I've got various different types of series, reviews, childhood stories, candid stuff, all that good stuff, even some interviews, I've got them on there as well. I do Twitch roughly about four days a week, retro and retro-inspired stuff. Uh, I do Sega Genesis, like viewer requests, I do like charity streams, I do all kinds of awesome stuff. I'm working on uh, writing a book all about the Sega Genesis pretty soon, and uh, hopefully soon I will have a podcast. As you mentioned, that <laughs> thank you for putting that on my brain again. Uh, yeah, hopefully, I'll have that pretty soon. But, uh, and, and of course, I'm on Twitter, uh, and I'm on Instagram at G2TheNextLevel. So, yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: And of course, if you liked what you've heard here today, feel free to give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Suggest episodes by emailing me at jamie at com or my usual co host. Jazzy at Jazzy at StuffWePlay.com! We also have a Patreon Patreon.com StuffWePlay. get episodes a week early we are going back to weekly. And, at the making of this, I am only a, a week out from releasing a feature-length documentary on a Pokémon musical that I did with my wonderful friend, Johnny, and we're actually doing Woo! a podcast episode on that, which should be the next episode of Speedrun that's out. <laughs>
1: Freak. Pokemon hype! I'm so hyped for that, docu- that, that that documentary.
0: Let me tell you, editing it has taken a lot out of me, but I'm I'm legitimately really I'm really proud of how it's come out, and I think that that's the number one thing with it. I'm just I'm really glad to to have said about you know between me and Johnny and you, uh, folks like uh, you and Xander and Jazzy who've done voice lines like getting everyone together and just doing the thing. It's just been a really neat if very time-consuming experience.
1: Yeah, but once it's done, it's done, though. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So on that note, I have been Jamie. And I've been G from Jeets in the Next Level. Thank you very much for listening. Stay classy, and we'll see you next time.